So let's begin with a prayer. Grateful and thankful for the infinite love, infinite intelligence, pure wisdom, the clear light of God. So grateful and so thankful for our wholeness and our holiness. So grateful and so thankful to shine the light of love into our conversation, into every cell, fiber, and function of our body temple. We are grateful. We are thankful to be lifted in love with a high intention. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self for the purpose of recognizing our perfection, our beauty, and our brilliance. We are so grateful, so very thankful to open ourselves to the clear instruction of the Holy Spirit. We are grateful and thankful to be led and to be guided by love. This is our time of healing and transformation. We're allowing it to unfold brilliantly and beautifully and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. So grateful and so thankful to let it be. We know it's done and so it is. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Oh, I'd just love to, if we could just uh, meditate together, wouldn't that be lovely? So powerful. I, I, this is uh, our next to last class. The last class is going to be an all MLC class on uh, Saturday, the last Saturday of the year at the usual community call time uh, for the year one folks. So we're all going to come together for that last class of the year. And then um, for those who are continuing on, New Year's intentions will start uh, New Year's Day. And uh, so I, um, I would like to share something from uh, Christian Larson here. Uh, Pathway of Roses, and this is on page 251, but it, not all copies have these little um, sort of intros to the chapter, uh, and I have this new computer, so I, I don't have everything on it, so I don't have a way to share it, share the screen with you. It says... There is abundance of hope in the world, but what we need is more faith. Everybody is hoping for better things. The poor hope to get rich. The sick hope to get well. The sad hope to gain happiness. The troubled hope to find peace. Everybody is hoping for something, but few have the faith that is necessary to secure that something.
when we are in bondage or keenly realize our bondage, we hope that the great deliverer will come. We pray that he may come. We hope that our prayers will be answered. And we are so absorbed in our hopes that we fail to hear him knocking at the door, even now. To have hope is to face the door, but hope stands still. It never moves towards the door. To live in hope is simply to face the great goal, but we may continue to face that goal for ages and never move forward a step. To live in hope is to die in despair because hope remains stationary. It never gains what it hopes to gain. But when faith begins, we remain stationary no more. We press on directly and with power towards the coveted goal. Our hopes are soon realized. Our desires are granted. What we wished for is withheld no more. Through faith, we have entered the world where every prayer is answered and every wish made true. I think one of the most valuable lessons to me in my life is learning how to allow and to have faith that the highest and best is unfolding and to have faith that I am loved and beloved and that everything is working together for my good and to not doubt that no matter what is occurring. That has been so, so helpful to me. And I think this teaching on hope is very valuable. And I, I really have taken it to heart so that uh, hope is not where I live. I really do live in faith. But it's the faith of also letting go of attachment to how I think it should be. I'm not 100% yet, but it has been absolutely life-changing for me, not just in terms of what I have been able to accomplish or manifest, but far more importantly in how I feel all the time. Because I, I feel all the time that everything is working for me, even when it seems like you know, my car broke down, my computer failed, but none of these things were particularly bothersome to me. I just trust that somehow this is good because um, how else could it be? I just am not interested in living in a world where everything isn't working for me. If some things are working against me, I, I really, then there's fear, then there's worry, then there's doubt, and then there's trying to control. And I used to be so controlling, I don't ever want to go back there, ever, 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 ever. And 
So this difference between hope and faith is very, very helpful to us to know and to understand. And uh, I think that Larson's, I feel that Larson's analogy that hope is like standing still in front of the door and faith is moving through it. Faith is going forward. It's, it's actually actively doing something. Whereas hope is, is um, it's like preparing to do something in a certain way or preparing to receive, but uh, not, it doesn't cross the finish line. Yeah. So faith without attachment is a glorious place to live. And my uh, intention is that you would be living in that space more and more at this, the end of this year here that you are seeing clear demonstrations of your faith on a regular basis. And that worry and fear and doubt, um, they still come up uh, and that you have a different experience of them now, a very different experience of them now. And as an experiment, not that you should do this, but you could do this, you could go back to year one 2017 classes and listen to your own sharing or listen or look at um, if, if you can listen to a community call or to a class where you know that you may be shared and um, recognize more clearly or go back to journals where you wrote so you can really see the shifting of your consciousness and start and make a, a love letter to yourself as though, excuse me, you were the teacher writing to the student and commending all the good work, all the wonderful success that you've had this year. So being that higher self writing to you and commending you for your victories this year and really, really tuning into and harvesting the success because we can always find things where we could have done it better, we should have done this, but uh, taking that time to really recognize how many wonderful experiences you've had, choices you've made, miraculous demonstrations of your shifting consciousness, really writing that down and taking stock of it is super valuable. It's something I, I don't always write it down, but just really being aware of it is, is wonderful. And prayer partners can help reflect that back to you. So let's do this. Does anybody have anything that they'd really like to share right now? Laurel? I've already unmuted you, so. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, 
just in light of what you were reading about hope, um, I I don't I kind of don't do hope anymore, but I but I do it I don't do it because when my daughter was young and I would promise her things and if I couldn't for some one reason or another not um, come through with it 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 taught me at that time to not promise you know to to not have her hope for something that wasn't perhaps going to happen so i stopped doing the promising and that that worked for me but for in my own life i i don't like to be disappointed <laughs> and hope to me sets that up um and i don't know if that is incorrect you know a way to look at it um i i know that deep desire of my heart i really like because for whatever reason that doesn't feel like i set myself up for disappointment with that um so i just wondered what what you thought about that but yeah that's very well observed people are nodding their heads here and uh i, I would say that hope can be a sort of lower level attachment. You know, what's the saying? Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> right. Because hope will, you know, you get your hopes up, you're just going to be disappointed. Right? Yeah. Sonia. Can you get it? I can't, uh, didn't seem to work for me. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I just wanted to add to that when Laurel was talking about hope, I, I realized that hope for me, it's on putting, I, I'm not um, responsible in hope. In hope, I'm putting the responsibility out there. But with deep desire, the responsibility is it coming, it's coming from me, the deep desire. So it's, it's me extending that deep desire but with hope it's it's not extending me it's wanting yes that that's really brilliant yes very very true yes thank you for that uh let's see cheryl you unmute yourself i don't know it you know i got it thank you um when uh, Laurel was talking, I got the image that um, hope was like trying to shoot an arrow without a bow. You're kind of left holding the arrow. And then faith is, is the power of the bow shooting the arrow to the target. It, it's, it's got power behind it. Faith does. And it has an action and a result where hope doesn't just kind of falls flat. So it was a image that I was um, getting in my head. Yes, that's so true. Yes, faith is an arrow. It really is. Yep. And especially when we can uh, place our faith in we are loved, that everything is working together for our good, and that we are making loving choices, uh, then 
we're having faith without attachment. And the distinction between having an attachment and having faith sometimes is a little tricky for people. So what's a good example of, of uh, having faith that something is, is going well, but without having attachment to the outcome? Does anybody have an example from their life? Tracy. I have one that sounds kind of like what you were just saying. Um, on my trip back from the Carmel Valley driving down, um, my alternator went out. And so it was the first night of the short hours. So it was dark. And I was somewhere where thankfully there was a place to pull off, but I could hardly find a light anywhere on the street let alone a gas station and I finally found a gas station but it was a very dimly lit place with not too many people around I didn't see an attendant anyway I could tell you the whole story but um, the whole thing in the past I think I would have been quite afraid and I just had faith that I mean yeah something bad was happening you know my car was in need of help <laughs> uh but the whole experience i had faith that like you've taught us and we're practicing everything works together for good this is for my highest good i don't understand why it's happening but i trust it's for the highest good and everything unfolded over the course of that night and then i had to spend the night there and the next day to get the car worked on um it was kind of surreal it w I just felt like I was surrounded by things that in the past would have been scary to me, kind of, even that gas station where I was and the people who were there. Um, I called AAA and they're like, are you in a safe place? I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> and my past self would have said, no, I don't think so. But in my current state, I was like, well somehow I'm, I'm good you know yeah i'm good so anyway that was my example i just i was so grateful it all unfolded and i had real faith that some for some reason i didn't know what it was and the whole thing happened just exactly as it did and um people were very helpful and it all got taken care of and i was very very grateful to have relative peace and and joy actually through the whole thing i mean the gas station i eventually got to the two ladies who were attending there were lovely they were like angels i swear and i saw them being helpful to me but i also saw them being helpful it was san luis obispo to college students who were coming in for their snacks i watched them just reach out with love to them and it just it was quite a sight to see mm. these angels ministering at this gas station to these young college kids and and uh so yeah that's a great example mm -hmm. a great example of having oh, whoops <laughs> wrong button <laughs> yeah very very good so i um i would i I've, I've not done this before but the idea came from spirit uh and uh, I'd like to offer it. Uh, I would like to invite 
uh, each person here to share the growth that they have observed in someone in the class. And it may be somebody who's not here right now, and that's fine too. So um, to give a reflection or feedback to someone in the class, maybe it's been your prayer partner or someone who was in your mastery circle last year, or uh, just to reflect to someone. Bye, Dina. So who, who would be willing to go first? Can you think of somebody in the class that you've noticed a shift or a change that you'd like to reflect back to them? Jeannie. I think everybody's just going to have to unmute themselves. So. Oh, it's easy to unmute. So first off, this is a tough choice because I could do it for everybody. Um, so just to straight off the bat, this doesn't mean I didn't think of you and have you in mind, um, because I do. But um, for me, Scott, uh, uh, Scott, I am so happy to see where you are. It was awesome to meet you at the in person at the retreat, at the forgiveness retreat. But um, there's really just a, uh, an energy of joy that um, you're you're allowing and exuding now that you didn't before, or I felt like you, it, I, it wasn't just as apparent, it was more hidden. But anyway, um, I feel that opening and um, joy in your heart coming out. So I'm, I'm thrilled to see that show up and, and to see the physical manifestation of a job that you love, which you have been struggling with. And we can all appreciate the struggle of that. Um, it's huge to be working somewhere where you're appreciated and loved and, you know, just such a contrast to your past experience. And I also share that similar kind of experience. So um, I'm just very thrilled for you, Scott, and I'm happy to be on the journey with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. How does that feel, Scott? I was trying, looking for the unmute button. Oh, it's beautiful. It was so touching. I, I started to cry. It's, thank you so much, Jeannie. I, yeah, I thank you. It, um, it, it, it just warms my heart. I, I just, um, yeah, I just start crying and just thank you so much. And Yeah, I, I went through such a trial by fire and... Um, uh, I just really, um, it, losing my job brought me so close to God and I've been journaling and talking with God, sort of like Neil Donald Walsh in conversations with God. And I've just been so close and like the blessings that came out with it and the faith that I have now and having, you know, survived the the accident and being alive. And I'm just, I'm just so full of gratitude and, and thank you. And, um, and to have been named first of all the people is, is really touching too. And I see growth in so many people and um, uh, it's just so sweet. I just, my heart is just crying in gratitude, like tears of joy. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's wonderful. Yeah. Ah, 
Thank you. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you, Scott. Who would like to go next? Tracy. Well, similarly, it's been such a joy to see Laurel um, manifesting and experiencing, right? Her new kitty who's there loving on her again and her roommate and what's happened with her daughter and you're feeling better and just how you are love more loving towards yourself and more joy and it's just been huge huge um shift and light and so anyway yeah, yeah thank you tracy yes it's true yeah <laughs> Yep, hard one. All everyone, Scott and Laurel. You've really done the inner work. You're reaping the rewards. More to come. Spiraling up. Yeah, thank you. Paula's next. I would like to appreciate Diana. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't have a whole lot to say, but for some reason, my heart was with her, and I really appreciated how she moved through everything that she was going through and shared it so beautifully and maintained the highest perspective. I appreciate that, Diana. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that, but uh, thank you so much. Because it's nice to know someone else's perspective of what the heck you think is going on. <laughs> because you feel sort of crazy sometimes. But uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I think we all deeply admire you, Diana. Your okay. loving heart and your willingness and your surrender have been just amazing. So inspiring. Sometimes I want to run a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think I have one foot stuck to the floor. <laughs> I wanted to nominate somebody, and that's Sonia. Ah. From the beginning of class, um, I could sense her reserve and her uh, uh, questioning, I guess. And now I can see her relaxing and um, allowing and expanding, and I just could see that that love that's there from her, that's uh, there. I, I don't know, that's it. <laughs> I guess. 
it just sends it more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Yes, I concur. Absolutely. Thank you, Diana. I'm, I really am, like this period of time was last yesterday and today, I've just been so feeling the love of this season of Christmas coming and I'm, I'm just finding my eyes are leaking all the time. <laughs> so, I was not sadness, it's just the love kind of flowing and um, I just get that now when you were talking, Diana. And, um, yeah, I, I just love everyone in this group. This is, I feel like I'm with my family for Christmas today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sweet. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's nice also to have you in the forgiveness workshop over the weekend. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Sonia. Laurel. Well, I, am I? Okay. Yes. I would like to tell Paula that I love the growth that I've seen happened in you this year you're like a flower that's just burst open and um i feel like in this group um this year you really got it that this was a safe place for you and that this was a loving space for you and that we're your brothers and sisters and I, just it, it, uh, just kind of the joy of who you are has just has just blossomed that's what I see and it's just so wonderful to experience that it's true yes Paula's a blossoming flower <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, thank you, Laurel. And I would also like to um, acknowledge Rand uh, sitting on that wire with the birds there uh, because he um, he goes through a tremendous amount as well and really retains a lightness and a, a, a joy and um, um, an appreciation of life, which many people in his shoes would just, you know, get sucked down the tubes. But he really um, amazes me, and I would like to appreciate him for that. Thank you, Rand. Yeah, thank you, Paula. It's true. Thank you, Rand. Yep, Rand has worked very diligently to have this open consciousness. It's been an amazing, amazing journey with you, Rand. Thank you. I'm waiting for that big breakthrough. Actually, I know it's already happened. I'm just waiting to see the result. The breakthrough's already really happened. Yes. Because the mind has changed. Yes. Changed. We're waiting for the body to do its thing. Yes. Yes, yes. 
Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Rand. And uh, Scott was waving his hand and then Deb. Sorry, I was just trying to un unmute myself. Okay. Um, so much to say. Uh, first of all, I, I love the uh, forgiveness uh, workshop over the weekend. It was really, really extremely helpful again to, to do it. Um, and I'm, I'm committing to do uh, the 40 day um, forgiveness letter uh, challenge. Um, I'm gonna, that was, God was uh, very adamant about doing that. Uh, for me doing that and 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 being in class today as well. Anyway, I want to um, acknowledge uh, Carol, who's my um, current prayer partner. Um, I don't think she's in class right now, but um, she's just really just um, so full of spirit and uh, wisdom. And I see her just um, also, you know, from when I first saw her to, to now, just um, I'm not being articulate, but she's just so full of spirit and wisdom. Every time I talk with her, it's just amazing. And um, uh, I sort of consider her sort of like a second mother or something. And um, I just, I love her so much and, and, and she has so much wisdom and uh, I just want to acknowledge that. And, Yes, a high B high five to Carol and uh, I concur and I will also say that uh, Carol has really worked with her stuff very diligently and and joyfully, joyfully. It's just, she's a great example of willingness and not giving up and, and faith and real solid faith. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Deb's up. Um, I would like to talk. I have so many people that I would like to share with, but I'm going to talk about Franca, who I saw from the very beginning, or my impression was kind of timid and not really willing to share anything. And then I was her prayer partner for a bit and see her courage come and just moving out of her comfort zones and really, really working with her stuff and a huge shift that like, it's just beautiful, Franca. I, I love being on this journey with you. Really nice. Yeah, I concur. For some reason, I always remember where I was, Franca, when the, we, we first talked in a one-on-one. -on -one. Uh -huh. It just really stands out in my mind. And um, yeah, uh, you have really stepped out this year and uh, out of your comfort zone and into the spiritual zone. And uh, it's been exceptional. Well, thank you. And um, I was actually thinking of Deb. So it was interesting that she acknowledged me. Um, because Deb, I think Deb's middle name should be Joy. And um, I just loved her determination. Um, she met um, some health goals. Uh, because Deb has spoken about losing weight. 
but also our prayer call, like Deb was really organized and our prayer calls were only about 40 or 45 minutes. <laughs> but I appreciated Deb because she never let me off the hook. <laughs> and she was always so loving, but could um, just get down to uh, the nitty gritty in a short period of time. And uh, I just loved your support, Deb. And I still feel it. So thank you. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yes. Deb's uh, got a miracle mind. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In it to win it. Beautiful. Yeah. And Sonia's raising her hand there. I would like to uh, acknowledge Rieko. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of feel like you're you're a quiet achiever. Like that just popped into my mind, but I see you're you're involved a lot. You're not actually really quiet because you you're always there when I come on anyway. And um you've you've just grown and I really love and appreciate your devotion. I I imagine that you spend a lot of time every day on your um, practice and I, I just see it when you lead our calls and in your prayers, your prayers are, have developed amazingly and you're very inspiring, I think, to most of us. So I'd really like to acknowledge that you're, you're also the sweetest, sweetest, mm. you're just as sweet as. <laughs> and I love you. Yes. Rieka is relentlessly clearing her field of all blocks to love. And she leads in the sweetest way. She is a leader. <laughs> and she's a crier. She's a big time crier. You have to stay hydrated there, Reiko. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, thank you, Sonia. Thank you, Jennifer. Um it was funny because as we were talking, I, I felt lots of mixed emotions and like lots of self-judgment came up for healing and just like not being aware of my own transformation. Just like that's really sometimes hard to see. Mm. And um, I feel so loved. Thank you. And um, I would like to thank and acknowledge Jeannie because we both um, have very sticky patterns of self-judgment about our spiritual practice <laughs> uh, and um, recurring seeming challenges in our life that seem to change very little in the level of form. And sometimes it's 
it's very challenging to keep that faith and to, and to keep trusting that each time we let it go, another layer is, uh, we get one more layer closer to miracle well actually each layer falling off is a miracle um yes but uh we had a prayer partner call the other week and just listening to her share about um the process of being triggered by something that she was seemingly triggered before many times and but really once again having the willingness to sit down and look at it with spirit and to give it up for healing and it just really moved me because sometimes when you feel like you're just forgiving the same thing over and over, you feel like you're, <laughs> you're failing at forgiving. <laughs> um, yeah. And I know, I know that what that feels like. And yet to, for Jenny to have that willingness to forgive it for for like the thousandth time, and I know that feeling. It was just so beautiful to me and inspiring. So thank you, Jeannie. Love you. Love you too. And that's, that's not easy following the crier because that just sets you off, right? That was a setup. So <laughs> <laughs> if anyone isn't crying, they are now, Rieko. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful to um, be in a community that, and, and a prayer partner like Rieko that reflects to me the challenge that I'm going through and, and sort of like the enormity. It's sort of like we're scaling Mount Everest in a way. And it's like, oh, like we're, we're the fellow Packers who get like what it's like to be at 17,000 feet altitude like you know what that you got to adjust it take the body takes a while and the mental capacities and the having to work together because nobody scales this mountain alone kind of thing um it's beautiful so um yeah i i just always console myself with the community that i'm with because when i'm with this community i know um that it's going to be authentic like so if someone is sharing interest or you can feel energetically anyway that love of you know sharing the journey with you even if they're in a different place but to see reflected like what i see in rieko or and and many others like i said literally i could say something about everyone is um, it gives me, it gives me faith because I know I couldn't be here if that wasn't in me. The fact that I can't see it, uh, for me is like, okay, well, you can't see it yet, but, but that's in there or you would not be here. So it, it's very helpful and I'm very grateful. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Rieko. Thank you, Jeannie. 
Felicia. Hey. Hey. I'd like to acknowledge um, Dina's growth, the growth I've seen in her. Yeah. So I see um, just she has a, a tremendous amount more of trust and faith and just more um, genuine openness and confidence and she seems she seems much more confident and sure of herself and what she's saying and thinking and just much more focused and she's she's really blossomed at taming her thoughts and just taking a stance on what she's going to energize and she just stays focused and determined and sticks with it it's really encouraging and inspiring to see. Yes, it is. Yes. Dina is determined. <laughs> yeah, and she is truly transforming her mind and her life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really inspiring. Yeah. And I see this in each one of you. There's no question. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Laurel. Well, I, I was going to say Felicia, because now that I've become your prayer partner, um, I'm just, I know the issues that you're dealing with. They're really tough ones. And I went through them when I was your age with my, you know, with my family and I didn't have, I, I was completely lost. And I think it's so wonderful that, not wonderful, but you're going through these incredibly difficult things and you are, I really see the change in you this year, very much so. And because it's not like anything big has changed, but you are changing. And you're changing with how you're dealing with it and how you're, the things you're telling yourself about yourself. And I see the progress. And I also think you are a dynamite prayer partner. Because when we pray, I am so uplifted. And I just really appreciate that you, you, you and I can do that together. It's really beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, our prayers are very powerful. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Paula, I think you were at the for or I should I could ask Felicia. Were you at the same forgiveness retreat? You were, weren't you? With Paula? Uh-huh. With Paula? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to appreciate Felicia because I thought she was so shy at that first pro program that we were at. Yeah. I never thought I would see her again. And yep. she is always here, and it makes my heart glad. Yeah. Good going, Felicia. I'm sorry, Jennifer, I jumped in. No, it's sweet. <laughs> Um, one of the great 
things that I get to experience is particularly when I do the forgiveness retreats because people come in the door with so much courage like Felicia. I, we didn't know each other. I, I don't recall how you came to find out about me or what, or the retreat, but uh, I was not, I didn't know you when you came in. And you have shifted so much since then. You are so, so different since then. And you shifted a lot just in that first weekend. It always, it's one of the greatest advertisements I can make for doing what I do because you came in that door that first day and you really looked so sad. And at the end of the weekend, you were laughing and smiling. And I just was so, so grateful, so, so grateful that you had the courage to come and do that work. And you were all in that weekend, you know? And it's not easy, but you didn't shrink back from it. And I, I, I truly am grateful and I admire you. Thank you. I was sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I learned of you through Unity Online the radio show and I, I took a few of your free classes and each time I would take them I just felt like I really like her I feel like I could learn from this girl she her thoughts are just as crazy as mine and I think she has something that she can teach me and that's why I came that weekend I said if I see her in person I'll know for sure oh. and and that's and um, I, I was very uplifted and I was there and I thought, yes, I want to do this masterful living, but no, my ego made me wait a few more days <laughs> before I literally signed up, but really glad I did. Lots yeah. of changes. So I'm not always good at verbalizing my changes or um, articulating what I feel. So. It's, it's increasing. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's, it's written on your face. It's in your eyes. Yes. yes. And it speaks clearly. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else like to share? We've got a few people who haven't shared. Paula. I would like to appreciate my first prayer partner, Cheryl Soltis. <laughs> she was my very first prayer partner and um, you know it was a new venture for both of us and um, we really uh, bonded and shared and uh, you know there are just so many things that I can look back at now of, and really appreciate uh, Cheryl's companionship in going through um, all of my questions and you know just uh, it was beautiful thank you Cheryl thank you very much I appreciate that
Yeah, Cheryl, you've shifted a lot. I sure have seen that. You have your whole mind and world opening up to miracle after miracle. Can I speak? Um, yes. Pa Paula, thank you so much. I remember those days. It feels like um, maybe a long time ago almost, and everything was so synchronistic between us. There was um, such a bond, and our stories and, and our the things that we shared, our issues and our growth, all had a commonality about it. So there, there was a oneness being revealed even in with us just being uh, newbies at the time. Uh, so it was very expansive for me as well. So thank you so much. And Jennifer, I want to express my gratitude for you. <laughs> um, I, I, now I'm going to cry and everyone else can cry too. Aww. I just want to say thank you for your unconditional love and for modeling that. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. I've learned and grown just from you modeling love and how you extend it to everyone. Hmm. You make so thank it so easy. You people make it so easy. You make it so easy. Everybody here is easy to love. Yeah. Well, thank you. Like attracts like. Yeah. Laurel, thank you. I want, I want to appreciate Tracy and in a very strange way, Tracy because I can't even speak to how much you've grown this year because I always considered you a wise woman from the very first day of Masterful Living. <laughs> and I always love how you share. I just, like I said, I, I, I can't even, I know you've been through a lot um, and you've shared many things about, about the process, but I've, I've never felt that you, um, even felt like you never felt like you were stumbling to me you know it's like maybe it wasn't the most comfortable thing but the way that I always felt about you was just oh yeah you're 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 fine you know I mean I know it maybe doesn't feel like that to you but it, that's what it feels like out here and I know you and I have similar kinds of things um, in terms of our focus on our health at times and but I, I just see you as a glowing, very energetic, um, very present person. And like I say, wise. So I, I almost wonder sometimes what, you, what you're learning here. <laughs> I think you could teach a class. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it feels more like you're here because of having a, a community. 
that it's really helpful to have the community. We all, we all you know, feel that. Um, I'd love to see you step out. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate the community and I have learned a lot, a lot. I think because of some of what I have going on, it's made it more difficult to share because it's too much to tell. I would need about four hours to fill you in so you could even get what I'm dealing with. And I think that's um, interesting. You know, it's, it's, it's just how it's meant to be. Um, but anyway, thank you so much. I've learned so much in so many ways. And um, thank you, Jennifer. I want to just ditto what Cheryl said. Yeah, a lot from Jennifer's modeling, and and then everybody else is following her modeling, you know. So everybody's, you know, we're learning to do love together. We are. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and and I've seen you work so assiduously with your family issues, just really holding that basket for your whole family and and undoing the hooks in the mind and you've really really shifted yeah practicing yeah. seems i'm being called on to practice a lot of patience with all of that and allowing and letting go and honoring and really yeah yeah. I've learned a lot from you about how to be and be with the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tremendous refinement sometimes, these relationships. It's like uh, I described it the other day, it's like living with sandpaper. Right, to smooth all our rough edges. Yeah. yeah. And Maggie comes from our year three class so often. She's here with us. What a blessing. Would you like to share anything, Maggie? Yeah, I felt a little weird being on because I haven't made as many of, of the calls I, 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 you know I don't know all of you quite as well but I did just want to echo that even just from the little bit that I was on um, Scott I instantly just even seeing you on the call today having not been on in a couple months I instantly was like he's he's just light he just he he has shed he has shed some things that were not serving him. It was just clear to me just from seeing you before you even started talking. Um, and I also just wanted to say, Tracy, that I don't know all the details, but you, you look like 10 years younger. <laughs> so I think there's something good going on for you with that. It seems like you're stepping into a joy and everyone here, I've really enjoyed when I've been able to be on your call the little bit I've gotten to know all of you it's an amazing amazing group so thank you for letting me kind of pop in when I could make it it's a little tough with my schedule so I appreciate your letting me be able to do that yeah absolutely yeah Maggie's a good example of um, 
uh, well, we, we see it all, um, like I see Laura, Laurel and Paula in uh, Monday class quite frequently, uh, almost always, I would say. And uh, we see Maggie and Rand a lot here from uh, Randison Ascension Pathway, Maggie in year three. And um, so just that reminder too that, uh, you know, you're always welcome. I see Jeannie a lot in year one too. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, it's one of the cool things. One of the very cool things. Yeah. And how many of you are, were Mastery Circle facilitators this year? Yeah, a lot. That's great. Yes, and did you want to share, Jeannie? Yeah, so my Mastery Circle was on Sunday, and um, Everyone in the mastery group is continuing on to year two and and someone asked me about year two my year two experience and a big one of the things I shared was how much I loved being able to go back like Paula had said in in your year one class, you know, I'm just like loving soaking it in and and I emphasized how it even though it's it, it doesn't feel like a repeat, even though it is um, the same principles. It's like a new level taken in, and, and so it's not like I'm redoing the same homework at all. And um, anyway, I just wanted to echo that um, it's such a gift to be able to participate with the other classes. And I know it works both ways. They benefit, just like I benefit going to year one, and, and they enjoy that too, hearing the different perspectives. So I'm always grateful when I see Maggie and Rand and anyone else from uh, year three or beyond in our group. Yeah, it's a, just a wonderful thing. I, I, I tell you, I could never have dreamed it all up. I really couldn't have. You know, I just, it all came from spirit and new things come all the time. And um, what, and I personally love that I get to go to all the classes. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's really, really cool. And um, Rand, thank you, Jeannie. Let's see. I just wanted to point out that why I come back to do Master of Living 2 classes quite a bit is because I've shifted so much. And so these courses seem so different to me now that I've hit a second time. And uh, as you shift, the, the classes make on a deeper, richer meaning for me. You, you delve deeper and you feel a little more into them. So uh, I invite everybody when you take three, come back and do two again if you feel like it, if you're drawn to it. So that's what I wanted to share. Yeah, thank you, Rand. And, uh, and it, it's never the same. Not one of them is ever the same. Each one is unique because of the configuration of people and what spirits pulling through our consciousness together. And um, even if we read the same books, it's still never the same. It just isn't. And, uh, and that's, that's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I, I never 
get, I really, uh, I, I, I used to wonder, am I ever going to get bored with talking about the same things? But I, I don't because it's the truth and it just fills me up. We've got someone on the phone here and I don't know who it is. Um, but uh, if you hit star nine on your keypad, um, I can unmute you if you'd like to share whoever that is on the phone. Okay. Hello? Hi. Hi. Were you talking to me? Yes. Oh, it's Carol Bethanel. Ah, hey, Carol. Um, I would love to, I guess it is echoing a few of the people. I'm so grateful for, I'm not on here a lot either, and I have been lately, and whenever I'm in a group, I just feel really cared for and accepted and really loved and by anyone who's been in my group. And Jennifer, too, I, I'm really grateful that you are so unconditionally loving. And I thank you. Hmm. What Cheryl said. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Yeah, and I look forward to next year and then hopefully going in all the other classes too, doing a repeat. I want to thank you all. Yeah, beautiful. So that's Carol Bifano. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, usually we see you, so. Yeah, I I had an appointment, and then I was on my way home, and I thought, oh, I'm dialing in quickly. <laughs> Get the last three quarters of an hour. Good. Well, I won't mute you, and you can use your mute button on the phone in case you want okay. to share anything more. Thank you. No, yeah. I'm good. You're all set, then. Yeah. Um. Well, I just had a thought. What was it? Um, you know, to me, it's such a testimony of God's miraculous nature that you would be saying that uh, I'm such a model of unconditional love. Because if you could really know how unloving I used to be. <laughs> and just really, just a bitch, you know, just really just complaining and attacking and judging and criticizing and nothing was ever right or good and just on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it that to me, it's such an amazing testimony to the miraculous nature of spirit that, uh, and I, I take it in and I feel good about it. I don't feel like, oh, what, me? No, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how I feel. I feel unconditionally loving. Not 100% of the time. I mean, sometimes I still feel like, oh, come on. But... <laughs> um, that's life, you know, and I just think it's so, so great 
that we can shift and change that there's this amazing amount of healing it's it's unlimited and i feel it more and more strongly all the time talking about it in the radio show today talking it about it in year one class last night it's and and christian larson you know he's so emphatic about how we can use our the power of our word and our mind to transform everything and anything and i i do know it to be true i know it to be true in part because my own consciousness has shifted so much my heart has shifted so much i i remember 20 some years ago i'd feel this heart opening in my chakra and it was just like i was being broken open like they were going to perform open heart surgery it would hurt so much my heart chakra opening has anybody ever felt that have you ever felt that just literally like oh my god there my heart is ripping open it, it would feel like i'd have to lean back and take a breath oh my god oh my god what's happening and um was my heart was so closed so closed and and i was so convinced that it wasn't safe to love so convinced of that and i love that we're walking in the world demonstrating something different laurel um you're the first person that that i've ever met in in, in my spiritual travels who has said that you are a point eight on the enneagram because when i first learned about the enneagram maybe 20 or 25 years ago kind of the the talk was that you're not going to see eights on a, on a spiritual path because they are just so fixed in their ideas and and they have to be right and they just have to always you know just anyway so when you said you were an eight that was just such a eye-opener for me um i'm a nine so i can go to eight and i know how bitchy and mean i can be when i'm in that place i mean it's yeah so i know you always tell us that <laughs> but i i guess i wanted to just say how, what a what a beautiful surprise that was for me um you know because in my mind my judgments were that yeah eights really uh, it's going to be uh, you know a, a cold day in hell when an eight is going to be a real spiritual leader with an open heart so you did come from that real extreme place that you always tell us that that you did and just understanding it with the enneagram just helps me really appreciate it yeah thank you mm -hmm. you know rosalind uh work in uh, year three is a therapist retired and she's an enneagram expert and we're going to do some enneagram classes next year together which i really look forward to and she did last year in year two we we spent quite a few weeks on the enneagram because we we had rosalind there and for me it's very valuable work very very valuable work uh, to look at those Enneagrams. So we, we'll do some of that next year. 
And um, just, I was talking with her recently because my sister-in-law is an eight, my brother's an eight. And so two eights married to each other. And then with me, three eights in the house. But um, I, uh, I've learned a lot watching them. And <laughs> I was asking Rosalind some questions and sharing some things recently as we were talking about this class and putting this class together. And she said something like, oh, you're, you're such a highly evolved eight, Jennifer, that it's like you're not even in an eight. It's, you're not. But I can say, I, I know, I mean, I'm certain that Donald Trump is an eight because he reminds me so much of myself. And just the way that eight mind works and defends and attacks and, and does all that stuff. And um, yeah, I'm so glad to get to use it all for good. Martin Luther King Jr. was an eight. So, yeah. Jeannie? Yeah, as a mother, um, I've studied the Enneagram like over 20 years too, Laurel, and I was an eight and, and I pretty much felt it was a cold day in hell too. So it was kind of torturous to want to be a spiritual aspirant and yet have this like solid bodily driven, I've got to be right or die, right? <laughs> so Jennifer uh, is the first person I've also met who is... Um, I would say, well, the Enneagram is all about once you get past your own identification with your personality, you get to be all of it, right? The oneness. So I, Jennifer, I see you as the oneness. It's like, yeah, you're, you're not an eight anymore. You're all of it. And that's what our goal is to be, to have full access to all those qualities. And so she's my, my evidence that, you know, it's really possible, <laughs> So thank you, Jennifer. Mm. Thank you. I, I love that the vision of oneness. Yeah, thank you, Paula. It, um, I appreciate that you mentioned about your heart, you know, and that pain. That's what I had going on last night at Masterful Living One. Yeah, I, saw that. I felt like my heart was being ripped open. And the other thing you, you uh, I'm not done with that piece, but you inspired me to take Kundalini yoga. Oh. And so, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, I want to continue to do something for, uh, you know, us people getting older. And it's amazing. I love it. And I think that in combination with Masterful Living One, my heart was just doing this. And when you read that Violet Flame invocation, I, I cannot tell you how intense that was and beautiful. It, the, all of last night it was incredible, but reading that violet flame in invocation right into that heart space, and I still wasn't certain exactly what it was when you just said that now. That really helped me to, you know, get it and be comfortable with it. Thanks again. You're welcome, Paula. Yeah, I remember the first time I did that 
invocation of the vital flame. You can listen to the recording uh, from year one last night. So it's right in the front. I did the prayer and then went right into the vital flame invocation. And it's from, um, if I remember correctly, it's page 40 in Patricia's book. Um, but I, I do it and I do a little different spin on it a little bit. But um, first time I did it, it, it changed my heart. It did. I had a very deep heart healing. Mm -hmm. And th this time right now, uh, the energy is so strong for healing. It is so strong. I really encourage you to pray and pray and pray many times a day. The energy is so strong for us to be healed through our prayers. Really, really is. So I know it's a busy, busy time with the holidays and travels and things like that, but even if you can just call your prayer partners for you know a quick 10-minute prayer. When I was... Um, in the practitioner training at Agape, um, no, I guess I was in ministerial. No, I guess it was both, actually. I had uh, one of my classmates, Leon, was my prayer partner, and we, we made a pact. We were going to pray every day for 40 days together, and then we just kept going because we liked it. But we just would call, we'd have a 10-minute call in the morning, uh, you know, whatever, 7 a.m. or something like that. And uh, we just did it every day. And uh, it's just so good to get in that habit of ha praying out loud with your prayer partners. On a, and to, to, I would encourage you to, if you feel called to, see if one of your prayer partners or friends would do a 40-day prayer feast with you. And uh, just 10 minutes a day, you know, you don't have, to, don't have to have a conversation. And this is how we would do it. Uh, and this is what we learned at Agape. It was just, uh, okay, who's going to go first? I'll go first. And what would you like prayer for? Okay, you like prayer for um, health, wholeness. Okay, so, uh, well, I'd like prayer for... Um, peace of mind. Okay, so the first one begins, prays the whole prayer, and says, and so it is, and I pass. And the next person says the whole prayer, and so it is, amen. And um, you pray for each other, like that. That's what we did. Another way to do it would be to... You get on the call, what's your prayer request? And, uh, you know, oh, well, I have a job interview today, so just like to be in the flow of love and receiving today. Okay. And then you, you could have just one person pray for both of you each day and, and make it a five-minute call or something. So there's just ways to do it. There are ways to do it. And uh, it's wonderful. And you could, you could do one with a prayer partner in the morning. You'd do one in the evening. So simple ways to 
just keep yourself anchored and increase that prayer field and feel the benefits of it. Prayer is the medium of miracles. <sighs> oh, anybody like to share anything else? So funny, I prepared a whole thing on Christian Larson, but Spirit said, oh, do this, do this. So it's very sweet. Yeah. Sonia. Um, just like to share, and I'm just hoping other people are as excited about this as I am, <laughs> because my son finished um, his school this week and we said goodbye to the teachers yesterday. He's going to another school, so he's going to class one next year. And one of the teachers, I was crying and I went over to her to say, no, I understand because there's a few children leaving and it's sad for her to see them go. And, and she started to tell me about William, who's a little boy that was just here before. And she said, oh, we, I've known William for four years and he's just the kindest, most thoughtful child and not once in the whole time he's been here he's never complained he's always happy and I was just oh this is not the child that I see at home <laughs> I felt I said oh I was, it was so nice to hear that because you know it's not always easy to see what the children are like out in the world and it's different at home and she said I think it's something to do with his parents and his, his mum and I just felt so I felt so honoured that I just know I just felt so honoured I you know it's a it's what I want for him you know to be happy but I doubted it and just to be to be told that you know by someone who sees him every day for four years that he's always happy that's oh my goodness I just, it was the biggest, greatest gift. It's just the most beautiful gift. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah. How wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has to be most, one of the most wonderful things a parent could ever hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Tracy, did you wish to share? Yeah, I, I did want to just acknowledge that about Sonia. I mean, I've so many of the things you've shared has been about William and, and how you are with him. And it's really beautiful, you know, uh, to, to, to listen to how you're parenting him and the ways you're teaching him and, uh, how wonderful that you got that feedback from the teacher. And it was nice to see him just now come in. That's the first time I've ever seen him. I know, me too. Yeah, so that was that was really nice to get to see him. And um, yeah, they're just doing a wonderful parenting. And all the inner child work that's going on here too, you know, I think a lot of the inner children are taking it in, seeing you with him and what you're sharing, how you're being with him. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. 
Tracy. Yeah, parenting is just sort of what I'm, what I do, and I didn't feel that it was always enough. But um, someone's told me recently that you know, sacred parenting is is bringing more peace into the world, and that's one of, you know, what more holy purpose can you can you want in life? So. I'm trying. I am now accepting that 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 is my purpose, and it is good enough. And it's yeah, it's been it's been shown to me. So thank you. Beautiful. Yes, I look forward to when we have parenting classes in this ministry. So. Hopefully those of you who feel called will come and participate in some way. Yeah. Share what you've learned. Oh my. Well, aren't we reaping the rewards here? Thank you for joining me in this celebration of love. So uh, before I say a prayer, I'll just say that uh, uh, I really don't know what year three will be like for us yet, except I know it will be extremely expansive and healing. And we will be working uh, ever more diligently with the refinement of our mind and the clearing of the blocks to love. And developing that quantum consciousness, rising up above the, the third and fourth dimensions into that fifth dimensional awareness so that we can see more clearly and know and feel and hear more clearly the truth. And I'm gonna be doing my five-day challenge again, uh, the second week of January. So I, I hope folks will come to that and participate if it calls you. I'm thinking of it as part of Masterful Living next year, although it will be before the, uh, the start of the main Masterful Living classes. And next year, um, which is next month, which is... 12 days away or whatever, 21, 12, 13 days away, two weeks. Um, then we're going to start the mastery circles right out of the gate in January and uh, to give people that extra level of support. Uh, we're going to be doing activations, pre-activation group ses sessions and then going into the activation sessions and everyone will have another activation session in January. And uh, we're, we're going to keep continuing spiraling up and rocking this transformation. And so we're gonna have an all MLC class at uh, the last Saturday at the community call normally reserved for the year one class. And Linda sent out today things about the 
Mastery Circle facilitation. So you should check your email for that. And if you didn't get anything and you're interested or you don't know what the next step is, please reach out to Linda. Linda at jenniferhadley.com. All right. Let us pray and happy holiday family times for those of you who are celebrating. I'm going up to Maine with my family on Sunday. Hope we get some snow. So grateful and so thankful for the love of God that is eternal. It is our eternal nature. So grateful and so thankful for the higher Holy Spirit self leading us and guiding us to release everything that doesn't serve all blocks to love fall away. We are truly grateful and thankful to recognize the Christ within. Grateful and thankful that in this time of Christ, we are recognizing our own rebirth, our own renewal and restoration. We are grateful and thankful to walk this journey together, this sacred healing journey. So grateful and thankful that everything is being provided to us, that there's an unlimited flow of unprecedented love that is ours to keep forever. So grateful and thankful that love is always new, love is always refreshing, and love is always what we are. In gratitude, we share this awareness with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow our healing and we rejoice to let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Mwah. God bless and Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas. See you after. Bye-bye. Good night. Love you.